0: Hi, welcome to the podcast. I am Joe Posnansky, and with me as always, Michael Shore. Michael, how are you?
1: I'm good, and of course I have to begin by saying thank you for having me.
0: You're absolutely welcome. <laughs> that's what I say, you are welcome. So I had, I had a guy email me, by the way, uh, who, who emailed me, and he said, you know, you, you don't have to introduce yourself like at the beginning of it. We, we know who you are. Like, that's, we downloaded this stupid thing. I mean, we right. know who you are. Right. But, but I don't care. I'm gonna no,
1: do, it, do it anyway. I don't care. I also think it it somehow is appropriate for the uh, unconscionably amateurish and fly by night <laughs> nature of the podcast. <laughs> that we seemingly feel like we have to inter- both introduce ourselves anew each time and also that I have to thank you for having me, even though we're the only two people who do this. <laughs>
0: it, does, it does speak to, uh, to what the podcast is all about, If really, <laughs> you think about it. So yeah. this is our favorite podcast of the year because uh, this is the one where we, with 100% accuracy – right predict the baseball season it's, that's right it's very very exciting uh we have a special it's, it feels like to, that we have a special bonus this year uh i have um just finished my previews for nbc sports world which by the time this is uh up i would assume uh will be up there for people to read if they want to go there uh and you have prepared for this how
1: So every year we do this, and I do a tremendous amount of research. I really study the rosters. I'm not kidding now. I actually do. Sure. I study the rosters. I think about the trades, who the team's lost in free agency, who they signed, et cetera. And every year, uh, like everyone else on earth, I'm about 36% right, (laughs) I would say. I get like one out of three things maybe. And it's always like the no-brainers, like – You know the Cubs will be better than they were last year, or whatever. Yes, everyone knew that they would be better. So this year, I'm going a different way. I've done no research. I literally, I don't know if I, I don't think I opened a single web page and even looked. I forget everything. I don't know who's on what team. (laughs) I'm, and so what we're this is an experiment, right? Because you, as a professional sports writer, I would imagine have done a lot of research. I have done no research. We're going to each make predictions, and at the end of the year, we will see what is the better method of preparing and making predictions for the baseball season, either the professional approach, which is what you've done, or the completely uh, just gut instinct, old school, pre-money ball <laughs> Like I'm just gonna throw out a bunch of crazy opinions based on very little information and see if I'm right.
0: Well, and we know what is the going to be the answer. I mean, there's just no question yes. that have. It's it's like people who pick the the final four. Like you right. know, there's the the less you know, the better. Uh, I will say this that uh, you're you're the way you are doing this. You know, every year I get my Sports Illustrated uh, preview magazine. I don't know if you if you got yours yet this year. Uh it's always great. I love of course Sports Illustrated is, you know, I work there and it's my I I couldn't love the place more. And one of my favorite things is they always have uh opposing scouts like scout each team. That's how they do it. So they'll have all 30 teams and then they'll have like a little, you know, the the roster and whatever, and then they'll have an opposing scout's view. And the right. opposing scouts view, I, it's it's my favorite thing every single year because it's always something like uh uh, that Matt Holiday, he's getting older, but he's still a gamer, dot, dot, dot. Like, literally, <laughs> it's. It, and that is what I'm expecting your picks to be like. I'm expecting you to basically sound like one of those scouts that they're still, you know, they're not 100% sure that Derek Jeter's not playing anymore, you know, so right. I'm fully expecting that from you.
1: Yeah, you're, what you're going to get is there's going to be a lot of, like, you know, well, you know, any team with R.A. Dickey on it is going to have a chance to compete. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm going to prepare you for. Uh, is, yeah, I don't even know if Mark Burley retired, whether he still pitches for the Blue Jays, but I'm going to talk a lot about Mark Burley. That's basically what you're going to get. Well,
0: let's start right away with the, with the American League East then. Let's go right into it. Uh, so I'm going to let you start because you've done no research. So yeah. you start up and, and tell me who's going to win the American League East.
1: I, I mean, no brainer, the Blue Jays. Sure. Now, you ask why are the Blue Jays going to win? Right. Because they won last year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that's the reason. They won last year. They look great. Uh, they they can hit, right? They've got Bautista. They've got Encarnacion. They still
0: have those guys. They've
1: got those guys. I mean, Russell Martin, as we all know, Russell Martin, one of the fastest catchers. <laughs> <laughs> we remember from our piece we wrote about the uh, – ALC uh, ALCS last year. where His just foot speed alone. I think the key to the the Blue Jays going to win the East, and the key to the Blue Jays winning the East is going to be Russell Martin's foot speed. That's What's, my prediction.
0: And Mark Burley, those two yeah, things Mark, are, <laughs> would be, be the big. He's part.
1: crafty. He's a crafty lefty. You can't win in the AL East without a crafty lefty, and that's what Mark Burley is. Again, I don't know whether he's still on the team.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that is actually the the Blue Jays in this is comes from more the actually having looked at the rosters uh, point of view sure. um, all five teams could win the the thing i mean this this thing is completely wide open it's it's ridiculous in fact how wide open it is cuz i don't think any team is is bad certainly i don't know that any team is is very good they all have pretty significant weak spots i'm actually going to go with you and pick the blue jays uh right because I think that they have uh they're they're going to they're going to mash a billion home runs. Um and and that happened last year. The home run, I don't know if you saw the story uh that 538 actually did. There's a the story about how the home run spiked big time the last two months of the year. And uh, a big part of that was the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays just started mashing home runs like like insane amounts of home runs and and uh, so I think they're going to overpower the division. I think they're going to do that. I really like the Red Sox, but, you know, I liked the Red Sox last year and that didn't work out very well. Uh, And I liked the Red Sox two years ago and that didn't work out very well. So uh, I think the Red Sox should, with all that young talent and with David Price now, I don't know if you heard that, they signed David Price.
1: I did hear that. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, They should be there. I think the Red Sox should be there. I think the the, the young players of the Red Sox are – some of my favorite players in the, in, uh, in baseball right now. I mean, with Mookie and with, uh, with, uh, Bogarts and all that. I mean, they they're just completely loaded with young players that I love that team should be there. I don't know what's going on. Maybe, maybe karma is just kind of turned around on them and they're just, they've won enough and, and that's it. Baseball gods are not letting them win again. Uh, but I think it's, it's those two teams to me are the, are the, the ones that are going to battle for it at the end.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, I lied a little bit when I said I didn't do any research. I did look at a couple sites to see what they were predicting, mostly so I could scoff at them <laughs> and uh, and talk about how they they're basing everything on stats and I'm going by my gut and by the eye test. That was that was why I looked at those sites. <laughs> the interesting thing is that the Pocota system has the Rays winning the division. Do you know this? I do know that. Yeah. So that that seems crazy to me. It, it seems to be based on what I've learned, mostly because. They think they're going to be like world beaters in the field. They think they're going to save a ton of runs defensively. Uh, I don't totally buy it. I also don't totally buy the Red Sox as much as I want to. Bookie Betts, Xander Bogarts, those guys are great. They got David Price. That's great. He's a lefty. He's not crafty. I'm going to say that. He's not a crafty lefty. He's just a lefty. And I think they lose points for that. Uh, but I don't, I actually don't think it's as wide open as you think. I think the Blue Jays are easily the best team. And and with all their young pitching, and I think the other – except for the Orioles, I don't buy the Orioles. I think the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Rays are all fighting for for wild-card position. Well, but we'll get to that later.
0: Yeah, we're going to get to that later, and we should say the Yankees are going to win 140 games. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're not going to win the
0: division, but they're going to win 140 games. They're <laughs> like a, they're like a separate entity. They're, we they're don't, a- we, we don't include the Yankees in our normal conversation yes. for for obvious reasons.
1: That's uh, right. They, you're clearly the Yankees are clearly winning the World Series this <laughs> year. Should have said that at the beginning.
0: Yes. So with that said, I think I think you're right. I look, I I think they're all flawed. I'm really not buying the blue Jays. I, I mean, the, uh, the Rays. excuse me. Um, I, I've seen a lot of smart people, very smart people who are all over the Rays. Think the Rays, you know, pitching staff is so good and, and they're going to, they're going to catch the ball and I'm, I'm not buying it. I, I just don't, I just don't think they're going to hit enough. And I don't think they're going to make up enough. You know, we're still trying to figure out how much defense matters. It's certainly, it's very, very important, but whether or not you can actually win without scoring any runs and, and, and you know, with without, like, you know, the Royals have done it, but the Royals have done it also with this this awesome bullpen, and, and I don't think the Blue Jays – I mean, the Rays have that. Um, I, I think it's going to be the Blue Jays, but
1: right.
0: I, I, th- I think the Red Sox are there. So. so,
1: so far, old school, eye test, smell test, gut level guy, me, and – post moneyball stat minded analyst you are in complete agreement. In complete
0: agreement. But we're about to go to the AL Central where they will uh, they will they will veer at this point. Yeah. So uh the to me the the moneyball post moneyball expert in me should pick uh Cleveland. Because Cleveland seems to be the hot uh team they have exactly what Appears to be the new thing in baseball, which is four dominant starters. Obviously, that's an old thing as well, but the Mets sort of brought that to the forefront last year. If you could have four strike them out dominant starters, you can you can go all the way to the World Series. Um, I think the Indians have been sort of building up to this. I mean, they they you know last year a lot of people thought it was going to be there, uh, it wasn't. But then they got Lindor at the end of the year and played otherworldly baseball that's Francisco Lindor their their rookie shortstop who is fantastic so I think the 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 post moneyball think I should pick Cleveland but I'm I can't not pick Kansas City because it's sort of so much a part of me and uh and they don't they're they're the one team that just doesn't care about moneyball doesn't care about the statistics doesn't care about that they win regardless uh so I'm going to pick the Royals even though my analytical side should pick Cleveland.
1: So, you know, this is really, we're all, we're already so screwed up here because <laughs> old school gut test guy is the one who should be picking, uh, the Royals right. and new school, newfangled money ball guy should be picking Cleveland. And we're, we're going exactly the wrong way. Cause I'm picking Cleveland. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picking Cleveland. Cause they, they, uh, they look like they're awesome. They got a lot of great athletes, Right, they got they got Lindor, they got Brantley, they got Kipnis, they got all these pitchers. They got Corey Kluber. You know, old school smell test guy is going to say Corey Kluber is an ace. <laughs> that, I'm just going to yell that like four times. Corey Kluber is an ace. He's a true ace. He's a number one guy. You can't win without a number one guy. So I'm I'm picking Cleveland. I feel like that in a walk. I'm picking Cleveland. Now, granted, last year when I did a lot of research, I predicted that the Royals were going to win, like, 70 games <laughs> and just fall off a cliff. So I'm going the other way now. Uh, I'm, I'm picking I'm, – I, I don't think the Royals are going to be bad. I think they're going to be good. I think they're probably going to win a wild card. But I'm picking Cleveland. Now, real, true old-school smell test guy would pick Detroit right. because they have Justin Verlander and Miguel Cabrera. That would be the end of the argument, yes. right? It would be they got Verlander and Cabrera. You can't beat them. They have a true cleanup guy and a true ace. But I can't quite, even in this dumb bit I'm doing, I can't quite bring myself to to make that prediction because I don't think the Tigers are actually any good. That's a pretty weak division, I think. Don't no, it's, you think?
0: It's weak, yeah. I, yeah. I think 85 to 88 games could win that division, I mean, conceivably. Because I think it's weak and more to the point, the teams are pretty pretty even. I, I thought as an old school guy you were going to pick the White Sox because they're not having any darn kids around that <laughs> clubhouse.
1: <laughs> Man, we don't need that kind of thing. Yeah. We, we well, don't believe care me, about that. Old school guy was really appreciated that move. <laughs> uh, uh, that was a real tough guy move on the from on the part of the White Sox. I will say that the most interesting storyline to me is the three rookies or young guys they have in Minnesota. Minnesota's yes. I don't think they're gonna be any good. But but those three guys, Sano and Brian Buxton and uh and the the guy from the Korean guy, uh, Park, right? right? Is that his name? Yep. Bianco yep. Park? Yep. I'm I i can I'm blowing the name now, but those three guys are. It's, there's an actual reason to watch Twins games uh, next year. It's, I think that's going to be very exciting to watch those three guys. Those are like three of the best prospects in baseball, and they're all going to be in like in their rookie years, essentially, on the same team. That's yeah, pretty cool.
0: I'm really, really excited about Buxton because he, he's been it, there. To me, this is obviously it's a make or break year in a lot of ways for him because you know he's been the number one prospect or number two prospect for like three years. I mean, it's been we've been hearing a lot about him, a lot about him. And he's, he's, you know, he's sort of stalled and he's had a, a couple of sort of minor hiccups here and there, and he hasn't gotten to the big leagues. And, and now he's, you know, going to get his shot. And, and I mean, man, we we've heard this guy is, you know, he's Willie Mays. I mean, as far as, yeah. as far as his tools go. So I'm really pumped up and excited and hope he turns into this great player. Cause that's, that's awesome. But you know, it's got it's got to happen. Here's something you might not know as an old school guy: the <laughs> Twins won 83 games last year. I, I I still don't know exactly how that happened.
1: I think it was Sano, right? Like that was Sano was huge. Came out of nowhere, and yeah. it was it was one of those things where you suddenly. I remember Manny Machado was like this, and granted, Manny Machado was a highly touted prospect, sure. and everybody knew about him. But I sort of wasn't quite tracking his rise. I didn't know that he was already on the team, and the Red Sox played a series against the. Uh, against the Orioles at some point in like May of his rookie year. And he just single-handedly destroyed the Red Sox. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And Sano was that guy last year. It was the guy that like you would kind of heard his name and you knew he was a big deal or whatever. But suddenly he was just in that lineup and raking. And I love when that happens. That's so fun when those guys – there are certain guys like Corey Seager or whatever, Carlos Correa, where you're like – you count down the days until yeah. their options are yeah. triggered, but there's other guys who are those, you know, top level prospects who are just a little bit under the radar. Partly because he's in Minnesota, and nobody cares about Minnesota, but suddenly they're just in the lineup and just going crazy, and it's so fun. I love when that happens. I feel like that might happen this year in a couple for a couple different teams. Like, you know, now Seager's got whatever thirty games under his belt, and he'll be playing with the Dodgers from from opening day on. And Correa's got to have two thirds of a year under his belt. There's, there's, there are more. We said this last year, I think, but right now there's just more great players under the age of 25 in baseball than maybe at any time in history. I yeah. mean, it's just insane.
0: It's, it's a great, it's great young game, and, and I would love to see Minnesota. Such a great baseball town, and you and I have discussed before the sheer agony that they've had to deal with, especially yeah. when they play the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> so it would be great to. To see it. and and Buxton is the guy. I mean that that is a guy that I have been very very excited about for for a while and would love to see uh, that happen. But well, you know we'll see. So so we'll move on to the West. Uh, and in the West, I'm going to let you. I'll let you start with the West.
1: Well, I'm going uh, with the Astros in the West. That's Again, not an old school guy. That's not well, an old school. I, guy. I know. I'm having a hard time committing to this joke that I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, but but here here's my old school my old school analysis for Houston is the same as my old school analysis for Toronto, which is that they won last year. Right, right. That's a, that's what the part of what you do as an old school guy is you just go, well, they were great last year, and I'm sure they'll be better. But not only were they great last year, they're all so young. Yeah. Jose Altuve, it feels like Jose Altuve has been been playing second base for the Astros for ten years. He's like 24. I mean, it's insane. And the, now they all and and also Keuchel is really young. All these guys are young. They have a very young team. Carlos Correa is going to – they just put him in Cooperstown now. now. I know you're not supposed to say things like that, but have you ever – since A-Rod, I've never seen a guy that young get to the majors and look that comfortable. I saw live in Houston like his like sixth game that he ever played and it just looked – it's like, oh, yeah, that guy's – yeah, he's uh, he's amazing. You could just tell. You just – this is an old school eye test. He just walks around and you follow him with your eyes as he walks around and he's just like, oh, that guy's amazing. <laughs> Uh,
0: by the way, very good old school move in that you picked them because they won last year and they, di- they didn't win last year. The Rangers won that division oh. last year. So, <laughs> so that, was, that is exactly what a scout's, ah, I remember last year when the Mariners, like, no, that didn't, that never happened. That is um, a,
1: tr- a true old school move is to ignore <laughs> a, the fact, the, ignore a key fact in your argument.
0: <laughs> I think it's Houston and the Rangers are the two best teams in that division by probably a lot. Uh Seattle might be eh, it never works. I, I the guy I feel so bad for is Felix Hernandez. I mean, that's this is ten years of like just give me a decent team, like one can I have one decent team? Yeah. A, and then here's the thing that I want to say before I pick my pick, and, and you you live out there, so you you will see this up front and up. I, I do I am shocked at how bad the Angels are. I mean, that team won like 85 games last year, but I look at that roster and they have Mike Trout, obviously best player in the game. Yeah. And they've got a 7,000 year old Albert Pujols and, <laughs> and then a bunch of guys I've never heard of or or vague. I've heard of them just cause I've done research, but I mean, that team is terrible. I'm yeah. just, you know, they're astonishingly bad and they're going to have like a pretty giant payroll. So they it's an earned bad team. I, I
1: where is where did the money go? I mean, it's like Jeff. We didn't Jeff Weaver sign like a below market deal like that. that I mean, it went to pool holes. A lot of it, went yeah, to pool, pool holes. And, and did Mike Trout's making thirty million a year or whatever? But he's worth it. Worth so every where, penny. Where did yeah. where did all that money go? I, who are the who are the terrible contracts on that team?
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's it's. I I don't really know. I mean, Josh Hamilton. I don't know if they're still paying Josh Hamilton. But I mean, you look at that team. And it's, it's stunning. I, cause it's like, it's like a bunch of guys that I'm like, Oh, Oh, they're still playing. That's good. Good for them. You know, good, <laughs> good, good, for those guys. Cause that's, you know, that that's, it's nice to see. And I, I don't quite get it, but I mean, you look around honestly and you got, okay. So you got Daniel Nava on left. Okay. Sure. You got Calhoun and right. 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 Uh, you got, you Escobar at third, which I mean, God bless him. Uh, your your shortstop is is Andrelton Simmons who is a fantastic defensive shortstop we all know uh can't hit. Uh yeah. you have Johnny Givatella at second who the Royals like let go of like years ago uh when they were no good. Uh you've got Cron at first. Sure. And then your your pitching staff is like, you know, I mean if Weaver comes back, your pitching staff is like Garrett Richards, Weaver and then like, I don't know, Shoemaker and Santiago, I, I, I don't know these people. So,
1: I, I just I just did some research. You want to hear the top salaries on the Angels? Yes, I do. Pujols is 25, Kay. C.J. Wilson's 20, Jared Weaver's so wait 20. Wait they're
0: still paying C.J. Wilson $20 million? I
1: believe they are, yeah. Yeah, this is the last year of his deal. Yeah, that's not uh, good. Gonna- that's not good. <laughs> uh, Mike Trout crazily is only 16. right. He jumps to 20 next year and then 34 for the last three years of the deal. But right now, they're still paying the best player in baseball, only 16 million. This, this is like the top, this is like when the Seahawks are only paying Russell Wilson like 80, 800 grand. Right. Like they need to be winning now. They're paying Houston Street 8 million, Escobar seven million, Garrett Richards six million. Everybody else is like in the you know two to six range but their total payroll is 166 million and they don't have a lot to show for no. it. That that Pujols contract which by the way goes until the year 2021 <laughs> when they are paying him 30 million dollars is absolutely destroying that team. Yeah. It just it's just it's it's amazing how bad that deal was and how smart the Cardinals were to let him go. It's it's I mean it's just it it is going he gets the really insulting thing is he gets 1 million extra dollars every year from now until 2021 <laughs> 25 26 27 28
0: 29 30. Oh god, that is brutal. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, it, but it's but that is that is ultimate baseball logic. Okay? So he's worth all that money 10 years ago. So right. all all those years that he was making the minimum and then 850,000 then one point six million, then whatever he got in his first arbitration, on yep. and on. All those years, the money was like compiling. Somebody was going to pay that bill, and it turned out it wasn't the Cardinals <laughs> at all, and it was the Angels. And anyway, oh. that that team is. I, I I only bring that up. They're not actually. I think Oakland might even be worse than them. I'm not even making that up to insult them. I'm bringing it up because I was shocked when I looked at that depth chart and went, "Yeah, wow, that's their team." Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. I'm picking Houston also. I think Texas is good, uh, but Houston to me, your point is exactly right. They're the only team in the league that has three guys. I think, well, maybe the blue Jays do as well. Three guys who could win the MVP and you wouldn't be surprised by any of them. You mean, you yeah. wouldn't, certainly Korea, you wouldn't be surprised if Springer did it. You wouldn't be surprised if Altuve did it. I mean, that's they're loaded and they've got kids on the way too. I mean that, you know, it's, it's, the power of tanking. I mean, if you want, if you want to be really, really bad for three years, you can build a, a fantastic team like, like Houston. So, uh, so that's them. So who are our wild cards?
1: Well, I have uh, the Yankees winning the wild card because they know how to win. They've been there before. (laughs) Uh, They got a bunch of veterans on that team. Uh, They got a, they got a true closer True closer. And because uh, you know, the ghosts and spirits of Yankee stadium, you know, you don't bet against them. It's the house that Ruth built, kind of. Except that they tore that down and built another one. So, I uh, you got go to go the Yankees. You got the the you know you got to bet against the New York Yankees, the team of Thurman Munson and Joe DiMaggio. I don't think so. Only the Yankees.
0: I like how you put Thurman Munson ahead of Joe DiMaggio. There, that was that was impressive. All right, uh, I, I don't going, know. I don't know what I'm, I'm
1: supposed going, to do. I was going to go Yankees and Rays. Those are my two. Oh, teams. you're right. So you're going to go yeah. both
0: out of the East. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do because obviously if I don't pick the Yankees, uh, the next podcast we do when the Yankees are 12 games up, you'll be ripping me and yelling at me. That's right. Uh, so, but I'm, but I'm not picking the Yankees anyway. Uh, I'm going to pick Cleveland. I think Cleveland is, uh, is, is really, really good. That, that rotation is fantastic. And I am going to, against my better judgment, pick the Red Sox. Uh, even though I just, you know, for all those reasons that I keep picking them, I just think they're they they're good enough. They should they should win. They should do it. They might not, but but they should. So I'm going to pick them with Texas being the the next uh the next uh, closest team. So there you go. All okay. right. All right. So now we got to do the National League and we probably ought to do it just a little faster. Than- <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't want me to look up the salaries of every single player on the Marlins.
0: I actually do. I actually we do. Let <laughs> let's go in reverse order here. On uh, well, not reverse order. Let's go uh, west to east this time, and uh, start in the National League West, which I think is the best. Um, I don't know if it's the best. It's not the best division. I think it might be the best race, but but I could be wrong about that. The Central is awfully good too. So right,
1: well, as an old school guy, I'm obviously I'm going Giants. You got to because right. it's an even it's an even numbered year, right? And, uh, cause they know how to win <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Buster Posey, they got a great catcher in Buster Posey and, uh, and you know, they, uh, they win in every even numbered year. That's a fact. You can look that up. That's a fact. That's, so I'm going giants.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll add, uh, the old school guys and me is going to, uh, is going to, we're going to end up picking the same anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking the Giants and by the way, I'm not discounting the even number year thing. Cause that's, that is absolutely a part of why I'm picking them uh, because it, logic does seem to go completely out the window with them in, in an even number year. I did not particularly like them going out and, and giving all that money to, uh, to, to Samarja, but I still think they'll, they're good enough. I don't like the way the Dodgers are put together, even though they've got ridiculous talent and they've got the best minor league system and, Corey Seeger will probably win the rookie of the year and all of that. I don't like the way that team is built. I I, I just think that they're really top heavy. They're pretty old. Uh, until Ether comes back, it looks like I guess Carl Crawford's gonna be leading off. I don't think that sounds very good. Oof. You know? Uh <laughs> they've they've, you know, gotten beat up, you know, losing Brian Anderson and you know, losing Zach Granke in free agency that rotation suddenly looks a little more than a little shaky after Kershaw. So, you know, the Dodgers have a ton of talent and they could end up being the team. Uh, But, uh, but I'm going to go with the giants. And I am going to say that I think the diamondbacks are going to be pretty good, Uh, even though they've done the thing that I can't stand, which is jump the gun and, 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 and go crazy in free agency when you're not really ready to win yet. Yeah. But I think that team is, Good beyond that, I think that 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 lineup is very very good and it's very very young and they 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 actually took it was a bad bad break when AJ Pollock uh, went down uh, just a couple of days ago. That's a bad break for them. But Goldschmidt is otherworldly good and and that lineup scores a lot of runs with that pitching. They they could surprise. So I think it's all three of those teams have a real shot. That's why I think it's it's a good race. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Giants too.
1: What I heard from you was a lot of statistical analysis and careful thought. (laughs) And what I'm telling you is it's an even-numbered year, and they've got Buster Posey. That's why they're going to win. And by the way, as far as the Dodgers go, I have two words for you, Clayton Kershaw. (laughs) (laughs) As
0: as an old-school guy, how do you feel about them letting Don Mattingly go like that?
1: Uh, I was not happy. I was not happy. That guy knows how to win. (laughs) That That guy was a true Yankee, and he knew how to win. And... Frankly, uh, I think the team is – you're going to watch what happens now. Watch what happens now that Donnie Baseball is not in that clubhouse every day. You watch what happens. The team's going to fall apart. He was the only thing keeping that team together. Also, they had Zach Greinke and Clayton Kershaw (laughs) and uh, Adrian Gonzalez, and their payroll is like $300 million. But other than that, what was keeping them together and making them win was Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly. that's yeah.
0: it's a it's a big pickup for the Marlins. Big, big I on, pickup.
1: I honestly think, by the way, that the Pollock thing is a is like a, a true tragedy because I I have the Dodgers winning one of the wild cards, but I had I literally would have said Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. up teetering. And and that team is weirdly exciting, and Zach Greinke now gives them a legitimate actual ace. That's not even a joke that I'm saying that. He's like they have a legitimate ace now. And and that team is really young and exciting and good, and they've got a lot of weird good players on that team. Goldschmidt, if Paul Goldschmidt, were playing in any East Coast city, he would be one of the most celebrated baseball players, no question, in the world. And it's a it's a bummer. I hope that he heals quickly because I think that team could actually make a run. I don't have them making the playoffs, but I've got, to, but but I think they're going to get close.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, and and I I do think the Pollock thing is. Cause he's, he's a heck of a player. Pollock is a terrific player. Really is. And you know, they've got, they, they spent a lot to do it. I mean, they traded away big time prospects to do it, but they got Shelby Miller too. I mean, he's, he's kind of an ace too. I mean, that's too, that's, that's as good a one, two as probably just about anybody. So, you know, that's, it's, it's a shame with Pollock. If he comes back quickly, I still think they're really good. So I, I think all three of those teams, that's a, that's a good race. Uh, We go to the Central Division, where I will tell you as an old-school guy, first division last year in baseball history to uh, have three teams with 97 or more wins, uh, which is insane, and also speaks to how god-awful the bad teams in the National League are. But three teams with 97 or more wins, everybody's picking the Cubs, even though they finished third in that division last year, old-school guy. So (laughs) you tell me, who's winning the Central?
1: Oh, I'm going Cubs. Okay. I, 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 old school guys. Old school guy just had to go to the to the restroom for a second. <laughs> so regular Mike is back, and he's picking the Cubs because it's extremely important. I'm so on the Cubs bandwagon. It's crazy. Yeah. I literally cannot believe what a good job Theo Epstein has done <sighs> putting this team together. It's it's one of it. Uh, hopefully, like hopefully they win the World Series, and the and the definitive book is written because. It is so rare in sports that someone takes over a team and has a plan and then is able to execute that plan so flawlessly. And then the team plays as well as the plan suggested it would. Like the way that he has made over that farm system, the specific way that he targeted specific free agents from his division rival team and brought them to his team. If you, I tweeted when they signed Hayward, I tweeted out the lineup, the pro- projected lineup for next year. That lineup is just ridiculous. ridiculous. It's like it's like one of those lineups from – it's like the Yankees or Red Sox from like the early 2000s where there is – no where like – you were like Bill Miller won the batting title in the eight hole. Like <laughs> there is no weak nope. link in that lineup at all. They also are very good defensively and they have a very good pitching staff. And I, I, want, I want them to win so badly. I, I really do. I can't – it's hard to imagine a world even in that division which is so strong – where they don't win a division assuming that they're healthy obviously but I just want them to win because it would be such a perfect ending to the like sort of 5 to 8 year plan that Theo instituted when he first got there how well he's how good a job he's done and how incredibly all of their prospects have panned out and how smart he's been dealing the few assets that he had when he took over and the guys like Addison Russell that he picked up in trades and Everything about what he's done is just so wonderful, and is, it speaks to what is possible if you approach things the right way and your organization has patience. So I just, I can't in good faith predict anything except a Cubs Central Division win and World Series victory, which I'm doing.
0: If the Cubs ended up playing the Red Sox in the World Series, who would you root for? Oh,
1: man, why would you even? Oh, I would root for, honestly, well, I look, I would root for the Red Sox. Okay, but it is the only team that, if they beat the Red Sox in the World Series, I would be still be happy. It's okay. the only way that could ever happen. I won't root against my team, but but if the Cubs ended up beating the Red Sox, I mean, obviously this is also mitigated by three championships in the yes. last yes. ten years, but but or fifteen years, whatever it is, fourteen years. So I, I, if the Cubs beat the Red Sox in the World Series, I would be bummed out, and I would then immediately be extremely happy, and I would celebrate it with full throatedly.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm picking the Cubs too. And, and I think that, and, and love the story and love the the whole Cubs thing. And, and I have many Cubs friends who they don't even want to talk about it. They're so scared. They're so sure because this seems to be the one, this seems to be not just the team, but the, the, the plan that is going to finally end this Cubs madness uh, for good. And they don't want to jinx it and they don't want to, I get it. I completely get it. Um, But I just think they're, they're the best team in baseball. And I think if things go wrong, they're the best prepared team in baseball to fix it. Like they've got pieces they can trade that uh, nobody else has. I mean, they've got, Guys, they can deal if 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 a pitcher goes down. They got guys they can deal to bring in a good pitcher. If if you know the outfield defense, which is sort of something that Theo worries about, falls apart. They've got pieces that they can fix that. I mean, they've they're just in. He's built basically. I don't know what his dream was when he started four years ago, five years ago. But this is it. Essentially, yeah. this is yeah, it is. It couldn't it could not have gone better. for for him or for the Cubs. So I love that team. That said, uh, the Cardinals are the Cardinals, which means that they live to destroy this dream. They absolutely, that's, it's like why (laughs) they exist. They're totally uh, the, the Grinches of baseball. And, and I say that with love for those Cardinal fans, because they, they know it. I mean, it's the Cardinals way and they do it. They're the right thing and whatever. and, They just, they, they shatter dreams and they're really, really good, even though lots and lots of things went against them. I look at their team, it's like the opposite of the Angels. I look at their team and I'm like, oh, they lost Hayward and they lost uh, Lackey and and uh, and Lance Lynn went down. Lance Lynn is really good. And he went down. And then you look at their team and you're like, no, they're fine, actually. They're really still good at every position. And, oh, look, Adam Wainwright's back just in time to replace Lance Lynn. and And that bullpen is nuts. And they're really, really good. So I think they might be the second best team, not only in the National League, but in baseball. And I think the Pirates might be the third best team because I I think they're they're so underrated, they're so underappreciated uh, because they've not been able to do a lot in the playoffs. That team has been in the playoffs three straight years. Yeah, and they're you know McCutcheon everybody knows, but Marte is fantastic. Uh, you know the the pitching staff, Liriano. Um, we're, we're recording this just after he had his fantastic opening day and he's way better than people think he is and and Garrett Cole is you know an ace and that team is just really really good so fantastic division not going to be easy for the cubs but i still think the cubs are the best
1: old school guy would obviously pick the cardinals right well, they, well every year yeah but I'll, and cuz they know how to win <laughs> uh, and they got a lot of veterans <laughs> but uh but even even old school guy has to give it up to the cubs i think and they they just they they have one i would say they have one potential downfall it's it's not their lineup it's their pitching yeah. they are still they're relying on you know John Lackey's no spring chicken and Lester is a little bit less than maybe a sort of number one guy and can Arietta be as good as he was last year who knows and he's got a blister on his finger and everyone's freaking out their bullpen isn't as rock solid probably as the Cardinals bullpen or some other bullpens but like you said they, they are so good that like Jorge Soler and Javier Baez can't even break into the starting can't lineup. Get in the lineup. They, they can't get in the lineup, and though you have to imagine that one or both of those guys, Solaire is has an f- extremely reasonable contract. He makes like three or four million a year for five years, and you know Baez is, is you know a rookie for all right. intents and purposes. So I I feel like one or two of those guys is going to be dealt for some kind of pitcher at some point. It, 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 if they need if to they have need. that done, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but it, it's crazy to have two assets that. With that much potential, that young, uh, with and that reasonable and financially that they can deal, and those are incredibly attractive players to almost every team in baseball. So I just feel like you're right. It's not only how good they are; it's that it's what they can do to improve and the pieces they have to deal uh, to get better that it makes them puts them over the top.
0: So I had an argument the other day with uh, Mad Dog. Um, I I just call him Dog. Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah, the dog. The
0: dog. Uh, I had an argument with him the other day. He, I don't know if you you know this. He he lives in New York, so he's got (laughs) like a kind of a New York thing going. Yeah, yeah. He was arguing the Mets versus the Cubs. He was arguing, you know, the Mets were every bit as good or better than the Cubs, which you know, it's it's the Mets are really really good. So I'm not disputing the 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 argument. However, he kind of went with the argument very. He just he just did a very slick thing with the argument. He just kind of slid things in. So he said like. Look, I think the Mets starting pitching staff is better than the Cubs, which it is, by the way. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. and he goes, ah, DeGrom is better than Lester, and Harvey's better than Arrieta, And and he like was just tried to slide in <laughs> that Matt Harvey was better than Jake Arietta, who yeah. the second half last year was the greatest pitcher I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. I mean he was Pedro
1: last year, the yeah, second histo- half of the year. Historically great.
0: Historically great. And he and Matt Harvey is a terrific pitcher. Sure. You can't just say Matt Harvey's better. Like, like it's not even worth arguing. He was on to the third pitcher and by the yeah. time I said, like, wait, like, no. So I, yeah. I think the Mets, people are pretty fired up about their team, is what I feel like.
1: Sure. Do you so think they're I, right? Are they right? I, they should be fired up about their team, but they should be fired up about their team the way that the Braves fans were fired up about their team in the early 90s. It's all... The only reason they're they should be fired up is their pitching staff. I don't think that team can hit. I, I, I feel like that's where they are going to run into trouble. They get a lot of production out of like Lucas Duda, who's who's a, who's a good hitter and a great name and a great name, but who is not the is he's not you know he's not Chris Bryant. No, and who knows? Cespedes is such a wild card. Who the heck knows about him? David Wright is not young anymore. Curtis Granderson is not young anymore. Their lineup is extremely shaky to me. I and agree. I, I think their they, yeah their pitching is amazing, but you know the the they I don't I just don't think they can hit enough, and I don't think that they I, I think you you know you that pitching staff was a crazy buzzsaw last year, but now you know this is what happens. It's not like they're going to get worse, but guys have seen them more. They were all so young. And they throw so hard, and they're all great, and they're going to continue to be great. But, but if you can't hit, you can't win. And I, I just don't think they're going to be able to hold. I have them winning a wild card. I so you know, do you not are.
0: having them have them winning the East Division.
1: No, I'm old school guy. I'm going to Nationals. You know why? I'll <laughs> why? tell you exactly why. Two words for you: Max Scherzer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure those two words were going to be Dusty Baker. I just thought for
1: sure. <laughs> oh my God! Well, those are uh, those are not saying. Yes, Dusty Baker, Max Scherzer. What else do you need? That's all you need. Bryce That's- Harper. Now, I don't like Bryce Harper as an old school guy. <laughs> I don't like his attitude. He should clean up his act and show some respect for the game. But the guy can hit. He can hit. So Max Scherzer, Bryce Harper, Dusty Baker. Game over, Mets fans. <laughs> Nationals in a walk. They're going to win 130 games. They're going to run away with that division.
0: Yeah, it's you know hard to argue with that that point. I actually. Uh, I, I think that division is open between those two teams. I Look, I love that Mets pitching staff. I, I'm a little little bit more bullish on their their lineup than you. Not a lot more, though. I mean, I, I think they're going to have trouble scoring runs, but I think they'll score enough. Um, but I will say this. Uh, in, an old school guy is not wrong in that. That Nationals team, it's like we forgot. Like, they came into last year, they were runaway favorites. Nobody was even close mm-hmm. when, when we talked about them last year. And they're kind of the same team this year. I mean, they ran into crazy injuries last year. I mean, really a a unique number of injuries they ran into last year. And they had a manager who, and I'm not, believe me, I'm not sitting here touting Dusty. But they had a manager last year who kind of had his teeth clenched the entire year. He was very, very tense. It was not a good situation for him or for that team. And then they made that stupid Papelbon trade and and the whole team hated each other. I mean, it was it was just it was could not like lots of things went wrong. That probably won't go wrong this year, even though they still have Papelbon. But now Papelbon's like a part of the team, and it's it's not. They didn't just bring in this guy. That's just hey, let's bring in a guy to choke Bryce Harper. Like this is <laughs> this is a whole new thing. He, like if he if he chokes Bryce Harper now, everybody will be like, nah, that's just Papelbon being Papelbon, eh, crazy guy, you know. So, uh, so I actually think the Nationals are a real threat to win that division. Um, I'm going to pick the Mets uh, because I don't want. Uh, mad dog, my friend, mad dog to sure. yell, to yell at me. But, uh, I, I really do think that it's like, I, I don't know how, how does like five thirty eight do it? They'd like put percentages on it. You know, like the Mets to me are like a 58% chance of winning or something. And then the, the, uh, they're like a 40% chance. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty close. I, I think the Mets are a little bit better. I do think that rotation is good enough and that bullpen is good. Um, but I I don't think you sleep on the Nationals at all.
1: Yeah, I think they they can hit and they can pitch and they can kind of do everything. I think they're uh, they they have Bryce Harper. They're paying Bryce Harper five million bucks this year. And anytime you have the best, all probably the best, except for Mike Trout, maybe the best all around player. It's certainly the best hitter in the game. Sure. And you're paying him five million bucks, and you're a major market team it's it's again it's like russell wilson a little bit uh where you 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 have this guy who's an anchor in your lineup and who just so dominant and you're not paying him anything and that just is that opens up so many possibilities for the rest of your team it's not an exact analogy obviously the salary cap is a bigger deal in in football but uh they have uh, they have really good players at most of their positions i think and I, I feel like the Mets regress a little. I feel like they can't quite hit enough. I feel like the Nationals win and the Mets get the wild card. What? By the way, the, I like the idea that they when they were putting their team together last year, the way you suggested it, it was like they were like, okay, the final piece of the puzzle is we need a guy who will choke Bryce Harper. <laughs> if that's the one thing we're missing on this team. It's not like a utility infielder. It's not an eighth-inning guy. It's a guy who will choke Bryce Harper. That's yeah. what we need. And they yeah. found, by the way, they found the best one. <laughs> well,
0: they kept asking Jason Wirth to do it, and he wouldn't yeah. do it. You know, So he kept
1: saying, what are you talking about? Why would I do that? <laughs> that will destroy the team. And then they were like, all right, we better go get Papelbod. He won't care. He'll do it. He'll happily do it.
0: <laughs> all right. So who are our wild cards in the uh, National League um, all the way around?
1: So I have the Mets and the Dodgers as wild cards. The okay. Mets for their pitching, the Dodgers for their – you know their their whole team is good. Yeah. So I have Nationals, Cubs, Giants, Mets, Dodgers.
0: You you know I got to say the National League version of the Yankees uh, is the Cardinals, and by yeah. you picking against them, you have guaranteed they are going to
1: win. I'm sure. I'm sure games. I have. I also just feel at some point it's got to end. Maybe right? <laughs> no, so, no, <laughs> it will
0: never end. <laughs> Ever. I'm picking the Cardinals and the Pirates, uh, just like last year, because uh, you know why not?
1: So. <laughs> That's what this really comes out At the end of the day, that's really about it. Well, why not? Yeah, why not?
0: We'll so we are I... down. So we have our five. We have our five in each division. So now we we pick. Oh, wait. Before we do this, I do want to ask you this question. I'm going to give you six teams, okay? Are you listening? Hit me. Atlanta. Okay. Philadelphia. Okay. Milwaukee. Yeah. Cincinnati. San Diego. Colorado. Those six teams. Okay. Which one is the worst? Ooh.
1: Uh, Every one of those teams could
0: lose 100 games. Every single one of them could.
1: I'll say, uh, I'll say the Phillies. Maybe yeah. that's a gut level thing. Yeah. I think Colorado at least has like Arenado and you know and Gonzalez. They've got 240 home run hitter in their lineup. Uh, Philadelphia has nothing close to that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's San Diego. Since I, I, Philly stands out to me as feeling like the worst team. I'm going again. This is going with my gut. They feel like the worst team. Well, I don't know who do you who would you say?
0: I'm going to pick Atlanta. I'm going to pick okay. Atlanta as the worst team. I I think I don't believe now Atlanta's doing it the the Astros way. I mean, they are building up a fantastic minor league system, and they're going to have great draft picks and all of that, but. That team is absolutely tanking in my book. And uh not only are they tanking, they're abandoning downtown. I hate everything the Braves are doing, to be honest with you. I mean they're
1: that the, the boondoggle, the stadium boondoggle of the Braves is one of the craziest things. I mean, someone someone this should be like an entire sixty minutes episode should be <laughs> devoted to what Atlanta has done to its to its county. They it is outrageous. They have a stadium that is less than twenty years old that right. was built for them for the Olympics. They jammed that new stadium proposal through the through the city council or whatever. Without, they didn't even let there be a vote. They nope. just were like, no, it's just happening. And it's going to absolutely soak the taxpayers oh, yeah. in Georgia. It is so outrageous. If you don't know about this, go read about it. It is one of the craziest stadium boondoggles in history. And that's saying something because most stadium deals are <laughs> insane boondoggles. And this one, even by those standards, really – I think this is worse than – Miami. I really think it's worse than the one in Miami.
0: Oh, I think so too. Well, plus you're moving away from downtown. So you're moving away from people and right. they're saying, "Oh, people can't get uh downtown." That is that the 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 argument was the stadium now is not where the fans are whatever. Uh which, you know, we we I'm not saying that's racially coded or anything. But yeah. but more to the point, where they're putting the new stadium is other than maybe Wrigley and Wrigley's got like the the L uh, or Chavez Ravine, it's going to be the worst stadium in baseball to get to. It's in a suburb. You're going to have to like drive through all of these like streets, and and it's going to be there's going to be no parking. It's going to be awful. It's it is. A, it's awful. a
1: terrible nightmare. Ugh. It really is one of the worst things in sports. And the fact that they're getting away with it, and there hasn't been a massive like ticket holder revolt, is really sad. They, yeah. Like they. They, they should they, – they, is, it is unconscionably terrible what they've done to that city. <laughs> it really is terrible. I hate them. But they deserve their – I hope you're right. I hope they are the worst team because they deserve to fail based on, how, based on how they've been owned and managed.
0: Uh, all right. Who's going to win the World Series or who's going to the World Series?
1: I've got – here's what I've got it's quite simply in the – I've only did the, uh, the CS, CSs, the championship series. I have Indians over Astros. Cubs over Nationals, Cubs over Indians. There's my World Series. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, because I feel like so. My theory is, Cubs beat the Indians in the World <laughs> Series. Cubs get get off the schneid, as Chris Berman would say, and the Indians rightfully take their place as the most long suffering franchise. <laughs> That's my theory.
0: I was thought you were going to ask me in return if my Indians played the Cubs, would I root for the Cubs? And and the answer is, of course, no. But but no. only because I feel like we've suffered more than Cubs fans because Cubs fans had the bulls in my book. They had the bulls and they had the bears. They had the 85 bears. Yeah. So that's a long time ago, but, but still they've, they've had some, some winners and Cleveland, by the way, Cleveland has had all of these specific losers and they've had all of these heartbreaking moments. And, and, you know, we don't have to go through the whole list. Why did Cleveland have to get this Republican convention? Like this?
1: <laughs> why why this one? You know, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a that's a really good point. That's
0: not right. You know, the Cleveland got the 1981 All-Star game, the year of the strike, and I remember thinking that's so perfect for my town. We would yeah. get the All-Star game the year of the strike, the year everybody hates baseball. And yeah, to they, they get this Republican convention. That's just it's not right. It's not Ooh. right. Yeah. I am picking the Cubs to beat Kansas City in the okay. World Series uh Kansas City's going to get there because they now they always do. They get there every year. That's it. Yeah. New yeah, rule. They're a
1: dominant, for, dominant force dominant force. Dominant
0: force. Uh plus that was what I wanted last year so badly. I I didn't necessarily want the Cubs to win, but I wanted that Kansas City Cubs World Series would have been so great. Not that the Kansas City Mets thing was bad. It was still good, but but Kansas City and the Cubs two long suffering teams like that that would have been so fantastic. So, I kind of hope you're right. I think that Cubs Indians thing would be Great with the Indians winning, and uh, that would be fantastic. But I'm going to pick Cubs over. But we're both picking the Cubs to win the World Series.
1: Yeah, well, you got to. You got to.
0: I think we do. All right, there you go. So there's uh, one hour's worth of complete lack of knowledge right there. Mm -hmm. As a public service, we're going to end the podcast right here, uh, having already done a full hour or so. Uh, And we will uh, continue with our next podcast, which will be our draft where Michael and I draft things you find in a baseball stadium. Thanks for listening.